Hey, Kirk. Hey, Greg. How's it going? Good. How you doing, man? Wonderful. Good. You want to talk some fancy football? Fancy that. <laughs> All right. Great. Well, we are still doing our our very early off-season assessments of the teams in the multi-year dynasty league. Mm-hmm. Just to kind of recap, this is a 10-team league. Uh, we started three years ago with a $200 budget auction draft. Uh, after that, you can keep as many players as you want. Their their cost does increase each year, though. The only rule is you have to stay with under that $200 budget every year. Uh, so today we are going to actually talk about Nick A's team. Very good team name. Nick yes. A. Very good team name. Yeah. Um, so as little effort as he put into his team name, he actually – he actually took over probably a team that was in the worst shape out of any other team. And he is the, actually the first person in our league. We did have a dropout after two years. So he is the only person who has not been in the league all three years. He last year was his first year and he took the worst team in the league and actually took him to the playoffs. He got bounced out in the first round, but still a pretty good showing for him. Right. I, I agree. All right, cool. So before we actually get in to start talking about his team, um, why don't we pose a couple questions that I know all two of our fans are just dying to, to, to hear. Um, and the first one, Kirk, I want to get your take on this. I'll let you answer first is uh, because I, I often let my, my heart speak instead of my head. So is there anyone that you've ever refused to draft or, or pick up and put on your team uh, in the past or, or, or a player that's currently playing? Um, I've got I've got a couple, but just curious to see what you what you have to say. Well, um, each year I think there you know when you go through the list on Yahoo that generates, I, there's ones that I easily will s- swipe left. I don't know if that's the term or not, but mm-hmm. uh, you just get rid of them and you don't want to have anything to do with them. Um, uh, but it just seems that Joe Flacco always rises <laughs> to the top of the list of. Who do I not want to draft? Yeah. No matter how good he proclaims to be or how good of a year he has or should have, I don't want to have anything to do with him. Yep. You know, that, that he is obviously my number one, too. I mean, I, he's one of, you know, every year I put maybe two or three players on the do not draft list in my, in my Yahoo rankings. And he's always on it. Yeah. Um, even if he's not injured. And, you know, I mean, the only thing with him, though, is like he only had maybe a year or two of fantasy relevance, and now he, you know, everybody sees him for what he is. The is Joe Flacco elite question is no longer a question. Right. But uh, so uh, the other one I have, the new one I have is now Aaron Rodgers, and that's for two reasons. One is I'm I'm never that much for a quarterback, and uh, secondly is he is quickly you know, rising my ranks of the most hated players in the league. Cause I just think he's very snarky and smarmy. <laughs> so uh, also I did draft him in a league last year just to try something different and he did hurt. So I will never do that again. Yeah. You learned your lesson. He's, he's, uh, he's just awful in interviews too. Yep. I- exactly. Uh, you know, the other thing too, is I think it's interesting is like if, if you're burned by a player one year, like you're obviously very, like I've been very jaded the next season. Mm-hmm. Obviously that, that was the case with Todd Gurley and Deandre Hopkins where 
and I mean, shoot, even Keenan Allen last year, who, you know, two years ago had a great team with all those guys on it. They laid an egg or got hurt, and I traded them all away the next year, and they, they would have could have won me the league. So, yeah, I, I yeah, it's just funny how that stuff works out. I remember talking to you about Keenan Allen, how I, I thought you it was it was your t- it was your year. This year was the year to just get rid of them, um, and you listened. And I thank you for that because I got him, <laughs> and I love. Well, him. he didn't help you. He didn't help you too much. So well, let's put it this way: he got me so close to the playoffs that without him, I wouldn't have gotten that close. <laughs> there you go. All right, hey, uh, second question, and this is from a a a texting question from To Jupiter in Colleen, Texas. And he and he asked, "Who is your most likely fantasy bounce back player?" Uh, this season so who had a who had a subpar 2017 that you think will be right up there uh, or back where they're supposed to be in 2018 well um this one is it's not so much his his fault um but uh i i have ty hilton i think he's going to be the, the 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 biggest difference from last year to this year just because of having uh andrew luck having a four thousand yard passer um and someone that's that threatens uh, defenses left and right. I mean, no, no offense to uh, uh, Br- Brissett last year, he just couldn't. He couldn't. I don't know. Execute the offense as well as Andrew Luck did. So, T.Y. Hilton will benefit from that absolutely, and he'll probably be a you know eleven hundred yard uh, receiver, eighty ninety catches, and hopefully close to ten thousand or ten touchdowns. So that's ten thousand. Ten thousand touchdowns is. Is, some kind of record well you know it's it's gonna be an improvement that's for sure yeah okay i can dig it um mine you are not gonna like mine mine is uh amari cooper and i just think you know i a lot of his uh a lot of the stats on him you know with with 50 50 balls thrown his way or you know tough catches he's just been awful um i don't think he he is as good as you know people thought coming out like of college. Jordy Nelson. Said that, he's he's not as good as Jordy Nelson is. Well, well, that's the other thing I want to talk about. He he doesn't have Michael Crabtree on his team anymore, so there's no one really threatening him to be a number one. Uh, you you I know you're high on Jordy Nelson. You you rank him <laughs> nine in our wide receiver rankings. I'd have him closer to probably thirty nine than nine, um, and I think you'd see most most experts would agree with me on that. But uh, no, I, I think uh, I think Gruden's going to force the ball to him. I think this is a do or die year for him. So they're going to try and force him the ball and see what they have with him. And is John I would be Gruden very happy playing with him? As, yeah, I think you could kind of steal him as a wide receiver number three on your team, and he has wide receiver number one. Wait a second, is John Gruden playing quarterback this year as well as coach? Well, no, but he he does have some influence on on the offensive plays. Oh. And how those are executed? Is he going to so. just say throw throw the ball to Amari? This is this is Amari all day. Amari Plexico all day. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, hey, so let's get into uh, Nick Gacy. Actually, ooh, sorry. Before we do that, let's hear from our sponsor. Okay. Uh, this is a new one for us, and it's actually a Texas company, which is why I'm proud to talk about it. And that's Blue Ribbon Glue. America's number one adhesive used for broken coffee mugs, loose floor tiles, and your child's uh, favorite bedazzled jeans. Made from all natural ingredients, 
only the best. In fact, Blue Ribbon Glue currently has three horses from this past weekend's Kentucky Derby in their inventory, ready to be melted down for your pleasure to help you with your child's school project. Blue Ribbon Glue. Don't miss out. Better than Flex Seal. Yep. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Right, you, ready talk- <laughs> you ready to talk Nick A's team? Yes, I am. All right. Uh, so we're going to do these teams a little bit different. We're going to, um, then we did the first five. We're, we want, we want to break this down just so it's easier for our two listeners to, to follow along. We're going to go down by position. So, uh, we've got to talk slower for them as well. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, the first position I want to talk about is quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick A has three on his team. He's got Matthew Stafford. Trevor Simeon and A Rod, Aaron Rodgers, the uh, you know the guys that I'd never have on my team. So I think the first one we'll talk about is Simeon. He'd be five bucks. He's an obvious drop because you know he may not even be on an NFL team. Right. So, uh, so next, uh, Aaron Rodgers, forty five dollars to keep. Um, I think that's too expensive. You know, uh, Nick kept him for forty three dollars last year, so. I don't know how many auction drafts he's done, but that was, I, I thought, a, a bold move. Um, obviously, didn't pan out for him. But I can't see him doing that again, especially with as many holes as he has, and which would lead me to believe he's going to keep Matthew Stafford for, for eight. Yeah, and, and in reality, he doesn't have to keep any of them. Um, he, he, he really, if he dropped all of them, I, I wouldn't, you know, I, I would say that's fine as well. Uh, but if there's going to be a quarterback you want to have going into the season, yeah, Stafford for eight. I mean, how big of a difference is there going to be between eight? And if you give them both a good full season um, with normal play, Stafford's not far off from Aaron Rodgers. He he may be, you know, seven, eight touchdowns less. Um, but, you know, if they're both playing good, there's not a whole lot of difference. And you don't need to invest 40-some bucks and a quarterback when you can only get it for eight. So that's, yeah. And I think, I think it's important for our two listeners to know quarterback doesn't always mean (laughs) that the, that the, the person playing that position is a quarter of a way back. It's, it really fluctuates. So I hope they understand that that's not a pinpoint distance from the center to the full line where the fullback would be, which is actually the guy in front of the halfback, which is it's very confusing. Hopefully these guys will pick this up, this terminology going forward. Yeah. Keep going. Okay, good. Well, hey, last year, Matthew Stafford ranked 10th points per game. Aaron Rodgers, 7th points per game. So, Matthew Stafford has been a number one the last two years. Uh, I would I would, I would, would probably keep him. And yes. Just- roll with that yeah okay uh moving on so running backs uh we have tevin coleman christian mccaffrey alvin kamara doug martin marlon mack Deion lewis and danny woodhead so starting with tevin coleman tevin coleman would be 13 dollars to keep i think that's too much for somebody like him especially because i, I believe the team is going to keep a few running backs so why keep a backup for 13 dollars when you're already strong at that position correct all right, uh, Christian McCaffrey, he can be 
$39 or $32 this next year, depending on who, where he applies the rookie discount. Uh, we talked about it last show. Uh, I, I think his value took a hit with the signing of CJ Anderson. Um, not a huge hit. I, I think he still has a very unique role. Yeah. He's going to be, you know, this is a full point PPR league. So he's going to be probably the, the running back with the most receptions and, and targets. So, you know, you're kind of getting a, you know, maybe a number three running back plus a number two receiver mixed into one player there. So, um, 32 bucks. I, I still keep them because of, because of the, you know, potential upside there. Yeah. And, and the more I think about it, um, I, I think the, what's going to happen is, is there's probably going to be a um, week to week difference based on how well CJ Anderson did. Cause if I, maybe I'm wrong with how I remember him, he was very streaky. He would have some really solid games and then kind of disappear. And I, I, I feel like that's just the, his makeup is, He's when he gets in a rhythm, they're going to feed him the ball and then he'll just hit dead spots. Um, so I think on the overall scheme of things at the end of the season, you'll say McCaffrey did about the same, but it may not look that way in the season. So you could get burnt a couple games because he just isn't targeted as much uh, any more than just in passes or, you know, he's not getting the ball handed off to him at all because CJ dominates the carries and dominates the touches. Okay, and next player is, is the the easiest one of them all, and that's Alvin Kamara, seven dollars or twelve dollars to keep. I believe he's going to apply the rookie discount to him, keep him for seven bucks. When we we talked about again last show, Mark Ingram out for the first four games of the year, it does not look like uh, the Saints are going to sign a, a veteran running back to take Ingram's place. Right, the, Ingram's in a contract year, so I think that they may this may be the year they phase him out. Yeah, uh, so. Yeah, yeah. Look for a trade. I mean, I, I, I would. I don't know if they're allowed to trade him during the first four weeks, but I would think they're they're going to be active in that in that market to to try to get a player that's that that will help them now and into the future, and then just get rid of him. Yeah. All right. Next is Doug Martin for eighteen dollars. Uh, he goes. He signs with Oakland in the off season. Um, the word is that he'll be backing up Marshawn Lynch to start. I can see those two probably having an even split. Uh, 18 bucks is just too much. Yeah, so. especially if he's sharing carries. We know that. That's a very bad sign. Oh, yeah. Sharing carries is very bad. Just ask, just ask the uh, old guys. Around yeah, me. they are not allowed to share carries and be productive. Mm. All right. Next, this is an interesting one. Marlon Mack, uh, he was a rookie last year, so he was $3.00. Or or he could be $8 this year, either one. Uh, Got to believe, though, again, he, he would apply that rookie discount to Kamara, so that would mean Mac would be $8. Just had so- shoulder surgery uh, a couple weeks ago, which was kind of unexpected. Only 3.8 yards per carry last year. I think he's got huge big play potential, but he may be one of those guys that's just so frustrating to keep Yeah, uh, because he'll, he'll have a 60-yard run you know, twice during the season. But other than that, it's just kind of frustrating. Uh, I, I think there is some concern, though, in Indy uh, that he is not going to be healthy or a guy who can get the ball 20 times a game. A lot of people, I think, were thinking C.J. Anderson would sign with Indy. It didn't happen. So I think uh, I think he's a question mark whether they'll, he'll keep Well, him. I mean, just looking at some of the other running backs, there's only one more, nah, two more running backs that he has. 
um, I would think the other one of the other ones would be better. Um, and I'm looking at Dion Lewis as someone that if you're going to keep one of the last three, Marlon Mack, Dion Lewis, or Danny Woodhead, I would keep Dion Lewis. He's he's the one that when he's on the field, he has the most activity in, in the you know as far as yards and per catch and per touch. So that's why I think I think Marlon Mack is on the outs. Yep. I, I, I agree. Right now, I have him penciled out. Uh, Dion Lewis, uh, seven bucks to keep. Um, you know, everybody thought, Henry, this was going to be a shot in tennis. Dion Lewis for five or six million dollars a year. So that, I mean, invest that much in a guy that they have as a backup running back. They obviously, for him, yeah. I think he's a better, once he has the ball in his hands, than do. I, I think I think he has potential to be a a serviceable, startable flex player this year. Yes, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, and and that's that's how he's evaluating his team. If he's going to keep any one of those running backs, other than the the surefire ones, I think Deion Lewis for the seven bucks would be would be the most favorable one. He's he's going to be on the field and he's going to be active. So I like him. Okay. All right, uh, Danny Woodhead, fifteen bucks. He's a drop. Yep, move on. All right, so uh, right now for for what I have tentatively for the running the recap that we had, I think we have him, him safely keeping McCaffrey, Kamara, and yeah. Okay. All right. Move. First one we'll talk about. This is uh, this is a tough one. Golden Tate, twenty three dollars. He, you know, he was one of only thirteen thousand yard receivers last year. Um, he's he's been in a thousand yards the past, you know, every, every year I've been in Detroit. He's got that rapport with Stafford, so you know, he's just kind of right on that line. I don't know. Would you pay twenty three bucks to keep Golden Tate? Um, yeah, if you're nervous about what's going to be available, I mean, rookie wide receivers, you're not really looking at draft, and it's so hard to it's a crapshoot with them. I mean, unless you can spot on other teams to where you know there's going to be some um, availability, people are going to drop him. I mean, he may keep him just to be safe because if, if he's aggressive with his running backs dropping him, and I don't think – he wasn't very aggressive last year as far as his drops. So, I, yeah, I, I, think, I think he's going to tend to keep him. I would be hesitant to keep Golden Tate, but if I did, I'd feel good about it. Okay. Yeah, I think I would keep him too. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on, Jamison Crowder, $11. He is, uh, you know, the last three years, he's averaged right around 70 catches, um, but, you know, 700 yards. I- I'm not spending $11 on somebody like that, uh, especially with the question marks with the new quarterback coming in. Who knows if he'll go to Crowder, but you can definitely drop him, I think, and get him cheaper. Yes. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald, uh, twenty bucks. I to me, he's a definite keep. You know, you always feel like uh, you know, kind of like a Frank Gore. Everybody poo-poo's him because he he's getting up there in age, and he just seems to prove everybody wrong year in and year out. But he, him even more so than uh, the Frank Gore. I think last year he was like the number four or five receiver uh, overall. So. I think he's a very safe play. He was my number 13 ranked receiver going into this year. 
So I would keep Larry Fitzgerald. Uh, he was number five points per game last year. Yeah, and he's and he has a quarterback that you know when healthy he's gonna he's gonna be he's gonna he's gonna Larry's gonna be the guy. Right, and, and the other thing too is is um, you know if this is his last year, I think he needs like seventy five catches or something like that to pass Tony Gonzalez as number two all time in the receptions category. So they're definitely gonna get him that and. You know, yeah, new, send him out in a good new year. head. New head coach wants to send him off right. Yep. All right, Sterling Shepard, nine dollars. You know, with Odell Beckham coming back, that's a definite drop uh, for me. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, nothing. Uh, nothing to talk about. Yeah. Danny Amendola, twelve dollars. Uh, definite drop. Yeah, he's on a new team and uh, and it's not going to be a good thing for him. I don't even who who's the quarterback there still? Is he is he still still Tannehill? Still Tannehill. Tannehill. Yeah, uh, I mean he had a hard enough time getting it to Devonte Parker, who is a freak athlete. So um, yeah, but you know I, I wonder if Danny Amendola is the new Jarvis Landry there, which there may be some value. I'm just not betting twelve dollars that it, he will be. Yeah, no, I, yeah, no, drop him. All right, so the next one, this is a really interesting one, is Sammy Watkins. It would be $15 to keep. A lot of question marks there. You know, Sammy, you know, went to went to the Rams last year to get a fresh start, and it just didn't pan out. But he goes to the Chiefs, and, you know, they already have Tyreek Hill, but you don't know new quarterback. You don't know who the number one guy there is going to be. Uh, I don't know. I just – this is almost a gut feeling as talented as, as Sammy Watkins can be. And we've seen it in spurts. I just, I just don't see him. I, I think he's closer to what we saw in LA than, than, you know, the, the spurts that we saw in Buffalo. I just don't see it with him. I think I would try to trade him or just drop him. Yeah. I would say trading, trading him would be the, the instinct uh, because his price point isn't really that bad, but I feel I, my gut tells me that Nick's going to keep him I, on a new team yeah. or to where he's going to be possibly a feature. And, you know, they, he, of course he, he's, he's, I don't know. I don't know why we, again, I'm going to say it again. He takes the top off the defense. It's, that's his moniker. <laughs> and, and Patrick Mahomes only throws deep balls apparently. So apparently no other team's going to figure this out. They're not going to put anybody deep. They're just going to say, well, these guys are taking our tops off and let's, we can't stop him. So I think he's going to keep him, and the price isn't that bad. After seeing what he's what he would keep if we were in charge, he, that's not a bad choice to keep him. Take a no, no, I yeah, uh, yeah. I don't, I don't think it, that's that's a ridiculous keep there, especially no. for fifteen bucks. Especially in year four, you, you you people are going to take chances on big play or or boomer bust guys. So right, wouldn't be shocked if he keeps him as well. Right. All right, Jeremy Macklin. Uh, currently without a team, he'd be ten bucks. Definite drop. Right, and too that, expensive. That is, what's that? I said he's too expensive when he's not playing football. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not worth the risk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I guess you know to recap, we're looking at maybe Golden Tate, Larry Fitzgerald, and Sammy Watkins there as keepers. Yeah. Then. Yep. Okay. All right. Lastly, we got tight end, and there's only two. It's uh, Jimmy Graham and Jack Doyle. Uh, Jimmy Graham, twelve bucks. He's another one I, I could see him go either way. Uh, on him, you know, Jimmy Graham just signed with the Packers in the offseason. He's going to get touchdowns. I don't know about receptions or yards. 
I I'm I'm willing to bet he's keeping him at twelve bucks being on a pass happy team with a good quarterback. I I don't see why I don't see why he would drop him. Um even I even I if he was on my team, I would of course I haven't had a tight end in uh, in years. Um I think uh, I would want to keep him too. Okay. Uh so that would uh, you're not keeping both him and Jack Doyle. So Jack Doyle, 10 bucks. Um, I, I was really high on him. Uh, I like Jack Doyle a lot, but you know, they did sign Eric Ebron. Obviously that means they're not crazy about Jack Doyle. So, uh, you know, he's got to be a drop then. Yep. That's correct. Did you, okay. Uh, did you tally it up? I tallied it up. So right now, you know, based off based off our assessment, you know, keeping Matt Stafford for running backs, keeping Christian McCaffrey and Alvin Kamara, as well as Deion Lewis, mm-hmm. and then receiver Golden Tate, Larry Fitzgerald, and Sammy Watkins, as well as Jimmy Granite, tight end. You got uh, four that is starting roster. Yeah, he's got a starting roster there. Uh, for $124. So $76 going into the draft. And he would have, wait, hold on, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. He would have 10 spots to fill for $76. Um, you know, that I don't think that's bad. Um, I, I think with you know, Kamara and McCaffrey and Fitz, you kind of like those those studs there. I don't know that that's a you feel great about that, you know, other than Kamara, I, I don't think you have any first round talents, which, you know, I don't, uh, yeah, that, that, that's gotta be tough. So, you know, he, he may be able to package some players and try and get a, you know, a number one receiver, a first round talent receiver or something like that, but, but still not, in, not in horrible shape. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's the, the, the big thing is, is who's, who's going to be in the market for a running back for, uh, Saquon Barkley. That's I, I really think that's got to be in everybody's mind. He's a rookie. They want to be able to bid on him and get him now. Um, so I, I that it's, it just seems to be my default. He's going to be in the market for for Saquon I, I, Barkley, and he'll be you know to- I just don't I don't think that this team is really suited to go after hard after uh, a running back. But well, yeah, but you want what you want. It's fantasy, so I I, th- I think everybody wants Saquon Barkley in some way, shape, or form, and and you know they either going to be in a there. Some people's rosters say, you know what, I just can't do it, so I'm I'm gonna I'll be going, I'll be targeting other players. But I think if you have any any desire, any cap space, you could always use another rookie running back that is probably it's supposed to be in the Hall of Fame, I guess. So he he's worth it. All right, man. Well, hey, I think uh, I think that was pretty good. You you ready to do this again? Yeah, yeah. In about, about three months, I'll uh, I'll give you a call. Sorry. All right, sounds three good, man. Minutes. Talk to you Sorry, later. Sorry, it's minutes, not months. <laughs> I misspoke. Either one. All right. Yep. We'll see you.